White. All right, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, well, I was just going to talk about um, our guest tonight. We've been wanting him to come on for a while now. And he told us November, but this is pretty close. It's the beginning of December. We have Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen. Chief Bowen, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. He did inform us that he's uh, not a night owl, so... We appreciate him being up late with us tonight. I do want to thank you for taking your time, in all seriousness. And uh, Chief, do I call you Chief or Mike? Call me Mike. Mike, we go way (laughs) back because we went to school together, and we were just talking out there. You See, I've always thought that you were from Murfreesboro, but your family, you have deep roots here that go back. Right, right. But you were born in... Tell us, tell us where you were born. We want to know about Chief Bowen, the man. We don't care. We care about your family, but we really care about you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so my family, uh, uh, you know, you had pointed out earlier uh, when we were talking that uh, you thought I'd gone to elementary school when you thought when you asked me where I'd gone. Right. I told you in in Oklahoma. So basically, my family, uh, what's now Cannon County, uh, goes back generations to that area, and then early 1900s, my father. My grandfather uh, moved with his father into Rutherford County, and I think he got a job at a as a foreman on a ranch out there at, off 96. So, uh, uh, being that Mercerboro is a small town, my dad uh, at a young age said, "Hey, I got I got to move on," and he joined the military. So, right. Uh, so uh, he did 20 uh, something years in the military. Then, uh, upon his retirement, he said, "Hey, I'm ready to head back home," and that's how we wound up uh, back here. And that was in 1980. So at the time that uh, I moved into O'Brien, that area that where a the Bradable Boys, yeah, a lot of that area where we all grew up, that was around 1980, and that would have been my eighth grade year right. at Central Middle. Right. So, okay. uh, so, but uh, yeah, my 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 family's from here. My my uncle's actually uh, retired from the fire department. Had an uncle retire from Avco. I don't know if anybody remembers Avco. Is that the airplane? The, the airplane? That's where they made airplane parts, right? Or right. airplanes? Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, uh, had a couple uncles were that that were farmers. So well, that's that's great. I didn't. I mean, I'm, I didn't know that. I always say, hey, you're, you know, but you are connected here. What about, uh, you know, I just went through the Citizens Academy, and that was really. I've, I've been through the, I went through the Sheriff's Department. Uh, it's been about six or seven years ago, and then I went through the Citizens Academy uh, about a month ago, I guess. Right. And uh, we can talk about that later, but. Y'all do a y'all do more than just you know police officers do more than just write tickets. Well, of course. I don't mean that in a bad way. People think police officers all oh, they just write tickets yeah, yeah, or yeah. Eat, eat donuts or, but y'all are there to protect and serve, and you are a, you're a counselor sometimes. I mean, y'all do so much that people don't recognize. Right, right. There's a there's a lot of things that uh, go on behind that uh, well and out on the road on a daily basis and uh, there's just so many things that uh, we are trying to uh, meet the needs of our community right. one of the biggest things and I, I hope they covered it uh, pretty well in the CPA was the whole uh, crisis intervention tain- training the mental right. health and awareness things like that as we look at some of the homeless issues going on in town mm-hmm. I know that uh, uh, we are really trying to make sure that uh, when we respond to these calls that we're helping individuals right. get right. the resources they need in fact we're uh, in january we have partnered with a uh, behavioral uh, health and we will actually have somebody that uh it's part of a grant right now but they're actually going to be working directly with the police department uh to help us go out on some of these uh, uh mental health crisis events and situations right. like that make sure we're uh getting people in the, uh, 
the resources that they need. Right. Y'all are always training. Always, always, and it's it's a constant uh, change. We're always uh, always uh, trying to make sure that we're keeping staff up to date on the newest uh, practices. Uh, I would, uh, you know, you said you went. Uh, uh, you graduated what two weeks ago? Two, I think it was yes, like two, two weeks, weeks ago, and it was great, y'all. The it Citizens was great. Police Academy yeah. is what they're talking about. Yeah, and I would I twelve would, weeks. Yeah, and I'd encourage anybody that's listening that has been to the CPA through the old facility to come through the new facility. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So anybody that went through the uh, CPA on South Church Street, I would encourage uh, them to uh, try it again at the new facility over on Highland. A lot of changes, a lot of... It is so cool. I don't mean to interrupt, but the the virtual reality, I got married at the game called Oculus, and it's virtual reality. Y'all have got a... It's a training room where it's like real life scenes, real life situations that you have to react to really quick. You have right. to think, do I do this or I do that? And uh, But I got to ride with a police officer, uh, got to learn so much more than speeding tickets or radar. You know, where do y'all, hey, where do y'all set up for radar? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's funny. They do, even talking with our officers, who I love so much, and I'm thankful they're there at City Hall, all the stuff even that they do, or the stories that they'll tell us about different things, and it's just, like, intense. Very intense. It is, it is. And believe it or not, uh, you know, we do have, uh, we have the uh, traffic, uh, Rutherford County Traffic uh, uh, Safety ta- uh, Task Force, and that's comprised of THP, Murfreesboro, Laverne, Smyrna, Sheriff's Department. It's a group. Now, we do have planned events with them, and we typically uh, advertise those, but you asked me where, where we're going to run radar next. You know, a lot of times when officers go out in the zones, they get their briefing and roll call, and they basically... Uh, Choose the end. Yeah, yeah, they just basically... Uh, Pick spots where they know they have problems in their in their assigned areas and just do it on their own. Okay. I was going to say, do they have authority where they're they're driving? Hey, they're speeding here. They can just set up there. They can set up wherever. wherever. They want to, yeah. And then y'all have the control. Do you know Chris Clark? Yes, good great guy. He's been on the show. He's been on the show. That was a great show that night. Super yeah. informative. He's a uh, y'all come together at the as far as the uh, any emergency. If there's anything, the control center's there at the Murfreesboro police or is it out there on no nashville highway now uh uh for the whole county i guess you're talking about dispatch yeah well with the county em emergency uh operations center is is with chris now the one we have inside the police boat armory is 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 a is a uh it's a uh, more of a municipal uh, eoc if we have something that just happens on a local level to where it doesn't require uh, special events things like that right just operate out of that office like bad weather tornado stuff like that but I tell you what amazes me is the nine one one. What do you call the dispatch people? I watched a video on how these people—they're watching or talking, they're typing on their computer, uh-huh. and they're talking to somebody in real life situation. Somebody may be suicidal, several things going at once, and they are the key. They are to, to, to getting the police there, to getting the ambulance there, to get the fire. There. I mean, those people really are the ones that. They, have a tough job and they're they're just that uh that that necessary force that's behind the scenes that nobody sees nobody knows they're there but they're, they're so calm it, and they're doing an amazing job and and the the stressors that they have to deal with sometimes in dispatching these calls officers in trouble citizens in trouble you know it just takes a lot of uh 
a lot of ability to do that. And as we look at the next generation of dispatching, where they're able to, where they're actually going to be able to see video and things like that right. oh at those scenes while they're trying to dispatch emergency resources, things like that. It's it's going to be a new challenge for them. Love them. I appreciate them. They are truly, truly, uh, like I said, one of those. Uh, you don't see it going on. Life they're, and death. They're there every day, 365 days a year, right? Uh, all hours, and they're doing a tremendous job. They are. Michael, you need to go through it. I would to love to go through it. I would be a terrible dispatch or police officer because I would be a basket case. <laughs> I would be trying to get them to be, not panic, and I'd be probably super trying to panicking. talk to everybody. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. Anyway, well, yeah, we appreciate all that you do, and hopefully one of these days i can go through the citizens police academy but for sure anyone out there listening everyone i've heard that has gone through it loves it and they appreciate it um and appreciate amy does and a great so job much. uh amy sergeant amy denton she does a great job she does she we does. love amy shout out yeah. to amy denton <laughs> you know bill you were talking a little bit about the uh, simulator the uh, and, and you know, at first glance, you're like, wow, this is just a big video game. But that thing is uh, it's for real, y'all. It, it's, it's, it's important because the reason we got that was not as a firearms trainer. You can do firearms training on it, but right. uh, one, of the, one of the biggest reasons we made that investment was for de escalation training. Mm-hmm. We wanted Talking to. Talking people down. Exactly. We really wanted to use that. And then you can use your less lethal uh, force options. You can use your OC spray in that simulator. And it'll, uh, if you spray somebody right. on the screen, it'll they'll respond appropriately so that's the big thing and it's it's all it can all be controlled by the operator who sits back there and if the officer's saying the right things he can give them win situations mm-hmm. or if they're not saying the right things they can make this the, they can change it up they can change it up but uh that was the biggest reason that we made that investment and uh fortunately we've been able to uh, do a lot of training we've had uh, we've reached out to uh, leic and uh, we're partnering with them and doing uh, regional de-escalation training, things like that. So it's it's a lot of good stuff and uh, a lot of good training for our staff. I thought I did good. I had a uh, had my what do you call it? My uh, partner, right? And we had a gentleman. He was he had a baby. Oh, I remember I was, the baby. Do you remember story. Did I tell you the baby story? Yes, Lord. Was he Cannon your partner? No, Cannon Lowry was not, but he did go through. Shout out to Cannon. Shout out to Cannon. Uh, but he had a baby, and he, I guess it was his child, and he had a truck. He was on a bridge. So what do you do? Drop the baby no, on he the had, bridge. No, he had the baby, no. but he had a gun, too. So long story short, I I kind of I took this guy out. The baby, I tried to, fell to the concrete. You but saved the baby. I saved, I saved the baby. But if he had gotten in that truck, the thing was we shut it down right there. And, uh, of course, it, it's, it wasn't real, but it made you feel like, hey, this – it could happen. I mean, it happens all the time. It happens here in Rutherford County in Murfreesboro. I mean, people don't realize the danger uh, that these police officers are faced with daily. It's right. just unreal. And that simulator will never – it'll never imitate real life. But there's some uh, there's some skill sets you can develop using that and prepare them for those uh, real-world situations. Right. Yeah, it's so scary. Okay, well, we have a couple of minutes before we go to our first break. So, uh, darn. I guess I should listen to what the chief said, but we were going to talk about Bill. Y'all knew each other back in the day in high school, right? Yeah. Back in the 80s. I was was very calm and (laughs) cool and collected. Tell him the nickname, chief. What was it? (laughs) Uh, 
you know, every time you saw Bill in the hallway, he was carrying his book bags and, you know, preparing yeah. for the next Prepared. class. And, yeah. Was like he now? You know, he'd be in class. <laughs> Teacher, you straight forgot A's. homework. Uh, yeah. Straight A students. By the way, I was straight A's because I had, I had a... Uh, already had the uh, report card where I could fill it out myself. I was about to say, we could yeah. back then we could scratch out the letters yeah. and put our own. No, no, you were 84. Four. Okay, the I was class 85. Was okay. More. And me and David, his brother, were 85. Okay. So I was more. Uh, you were talked, a year behind you and uh, Derek Powers. What school? Riverdale? Riverdale. 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 Okay. Well, it was a good... It, it, we had a, a good time in school, didn't we? There were only two schools, Riverdale and Oakland. That That's was it. it. That's right. Yeah, that I forget that. <laughs> in a small town, and yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, that's true. Until. I don't know what now we've got what seven or eight. I can't even. Keep There's a bunch. Track. I can't even keep but, track uh, anymore. How long have you been chief? Uh, November would be uh, four years. Uh huh. Okay. And then I'm going on 33 and a half with the department overall. That's what I was wondering. That's so awesome. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, yeah, but uh, uh, November 17 is when I got uh, promoted. We're going to go ahead and um, take a little break, take our first break. But when we come back, Chief, would you be willing to tell us about the early years and kind of what made you want to be a police officer? I'd be glad to. Awesome. We'll Thanks. be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Regal Tile provides professional closing services with their decades of experience in all types of real estate transactions. They can adapt to any situation and handle it with ease. They will be responsible for safeguarding and properly distributing all transaction funds and documents. When it comes to property rights, Regal Tile will provide peace of mind that every customer deserves. You can find them at 316 West Main Street here in Murfreesboro or online at regaltitlellc.com or by phone at 615-295-8042. Longtime coffee shop turned fast casual cafe Just Love Coffee is throwing a week-long party celebrating 10 years as one of Murfreesboro's favorite coffee destinations. The kickoff for the celebration starts Thursday, November 11th and continues through Saturday, November 20th. The festivities include events with the Rutherford Chamber of Commerce, live music, and specials throughout each day. Stay tuned for updates. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White, along with Bill Wilson and our guest, Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen. Hey, Chief. Thank you for being here. Glad you're okay, here. Okay, so before the break, 
because we want to know about Chief Bowen and his story. So, what made you want to become a police officer? Realistically, I don't have a big, I want to be a police officer story. Okay. I was working at a, a business, uh, so I started in June 18, uh, 1988, which was three years out of high school. And uh, I was working at a job I loved, but uh, uh, during the winter months, it would slow down. Mm-hmm. It just it was just the nature of that particular business. And uh, police officers used to come in and talk all the time and, and you know, just look around and uh, I told somebody one day I was bored and he's like, well, why don't you apply and be a cop? And I said, I'll give it a try. And then just kind of things took off from there. So it's, uh, like I said, there's not a huge cool story behind it, but well, yeah. I mean, that, that's basically how it happened. So you've been doing this your whole adult life. Yes. Since 89? Is 88. That 88. 88. Right. There, and there were several people that you went to high school with uh, that became police officers, like Eric Cook. Uh, there were several of y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah, Eric Cook, Wayne, Wayne Lawson. Lawson Detective Wayne Lawson. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a uh, – and not just at our agency, in, uh, in Nashville Metro, in Smyrna, there's several individuals that we went to school with that are, are police officers now. Yeah. Well, tell, me, tell everybody, you know – Obviously, we know police chief or fire chief or whatever is an important job. And I see a lot of it behind the scenes stuff just with working for the city. But tell us some of the stuff that people might not realize that goes into being the police chief versus just, a, you know, a police officer. Y'all right, have a right, lot of extra right. stuff to do. I tell you, I miss a lot of the uh, it was a lot simpler time. Right. Uh, it, it, at times, you just felt like you were making more of a difference when you were working the street mm-hmm. and actually interacting with citizens, things like that. And it's, of course, like any time you, uh, the further up you uh, move, it becomes more of a management thing, budgeting, mm-hmm. uh, uh, going to events, things like that, uh, hiring, uh, just uh, personnel issues, things like that. So mm-hmm. it really, truly becomes an, uh, an office-type job. Uh, basically once you get past the rank of captain it really becomes an office job Mm -hmm. you're not out there right right you're more in the office yeah yeah and captains you know that was a i was a a patrol division captain and at that point you did a lot of uh you helped out with the budget but you also had the opportunity to go out and and uh ride the streets uh kind of see what's going on on a daily basis i I miss that miss that a lot how many officers when you started in 98 just i'm not gonna hold you to a number but just guess in 88 how many police officers in murfreesboro were there compared to today how many just ballpark what's your i didn't keep up with it was there 50 in 88 yeah probably 50 but i can tell you that uh, a shift we could run the whole city with uh three four five six seven i think we did three in one zone two in another and two in another you had a sergeant so you could run the whole city with eight people are you serious wow that's in 1988 Yeah. yeah how many do you have on now we're budgeted for 305 and, wow. uh, and wow. uh, just depends on the time of day you have uh, easily 20 something or more um, any that's given wild time. well is that one of the it like as murfreesboro is growing so rapidly you know the police department what are challenges with that uh the big thing right now for us is uh and it's across the board i think it's probably not just law enforcement it's uh probably just business in general just the uh, hiring and retention mm-hmm. and i know that uh uh, leadership uh, getting ready for that next uh, change in leadership's a, a big priority right now. You know, we're starting to see uh, 
now I'm the old guy and it's probably, you know, towards the end of my career. So big thing is just making sure that we have uh, individuals prepared to step up and take over these positions as uh, some of us older guys move on. Mm-hmm. Right on. Right. Right. I can't imagine. That's a lot. Managing and budgeting. That's hard. Yeah. Was it hard for you to learn that? Luckily, I have. Uh, I had some real good teachers. That's good. And, uh, and Who was your chief when you started in 88? Was it? Bill Jones. It was Bill Jones. Yeah, he started in '87. I started in '88. So, uh, so I was just about a year behind him. Wow. And I still talk to him to this uh, day. He's he, a good he, man. Bill he, Jones. He still yeah. shows up. Uh, Chief Christman, uh, Bill Jones. There's a lot of retirees. Whenever we have promotions and things like that, they still show up. What about Hiram Lester? I haven't seen him in a while. He w- Hiram was the uh, one that would always be at family billiards, mm-hmm. and uh, people would he would pour their beer out <laughs> he wouldn't pour it out he would make you pour it out yeah. typically he'd make you do it by the side of the road to where all your friends can wait oh, uh, drive by he, and honk at you and he did that to a group of us he goes bill he goes here i want you he goes i want you to go home and in 15 minutes i'm gonna call your house and if you're not there he says i'm gonna come find you i remember you telling that story I got, because I got that's home so nice. and uh the phone rings and my father goes bill it's for you <laughs> And it was high. I'm, I'm just just checking, just checking. Want to make sure that, you know, you you listen to me. You, you know, there's no telling how many lives that uh, he helped save. But that's back then. He would, you know, it, it it was different, I guess, than it is today. Yeah. I think he was a captain back then. He retired as a major, and I, I can't tell you, there were actually when people had their class reunions would want pictures of him and oh, ask he, about him because he was such a part of the, of the scene. He like was. That. That's so funny. It is. He was it, part of the Americana of Murfreesboro. <laughs> I've never met him. I, my, my boy Clyde Atkinson, was he a chief? He was He was a, He retired as a major. He was a, a major. major. Yeah. Okay. Is it major and then chief? Is that it, how it goes? It's or? major, assistant chief, deputy chief, then chief. I got gotcha. you. Woo, that's a lot. I didn't realize that. Who's our deputy chief? Uh, Eric Cook, and that's who he Eric mentioned. Eric Cook, yeah. okay. And he's a class, uh, he went to Riverdale, uh, same. Uh, Good group. guy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, retiring soon. Is so, he? Yes, he is. So uh, What he's, about Wayne? When's he going to retire? Wayne? Did, uh, you'd have to ask Wayne. We're talking about all these people on air. They better call us or comment on yeah, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Chief Cook's got 35 <laughs> years, and, of course, his dad was a trooper in, in Rutherford County uh, for many years. So, That's right. Yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. So you were talking about retention. Here's what I've heard sometimes, and it may be Sheriff's Department, it might be the city, where police officers, they go, where do you go if you want to be a police officer? Where do they go? Do you all send them off, or does the Sheriff's Department say if somebody – wants to be a police officer what's the first thing you would tell them to do and i have a a reason behind this because of the retention i've heard that people come to murfreesboro or rutherford county they get trained here and then they move on to williamson county or another county i I tell you law enforcement it's extremely uh, the hiring process is predatory so we're hiring yeah yeah okay Uh, yeah so we're recruiting experienced officers other agencies are recruiting our officers so it's it, there's a lot of that going on right now just because it, it's just so tough right now to find people that want good help to, yeah so it's uh it's one of those things where if you want to be a police officer i'd say apply i can tell you that uh, just looking back at a lot of the individuals that have been successful and uh, and it, it goes both ways. Some have had no experience. Some have right. had prior law enforcement experience. So, right. mm-hmm. so if you if you apply and we think you're a viable candidate, we'll get you in the door. Don't worry about anything else. We'll get you the training and everything you need to be successful. Uh, it's just uh, 
just if you think you're interested, uh, uh, we have a uh, place on our website you can uh, connect to, uh, look at some of the things that you have to do prior to. But uh, I'd encourage you, uh, and if you, you think you're interested for a minute, call us. We'll talk to you about it. And kind of, kind of. One of those things is a CPA going through Citizens uh, Police Academy. Right. That's one way. Right, and you'll find, uh, you know, uh, uh, right now it seems to be a lot of officers from other areas, other states, wanting to move mm-hmm. to Tennessee. Oh, right. there's a ton. Uh, so, California. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of it's cost of living, just different issues. you got a lot of officers uh, whose uh, spouses may have gotten another job in this area and they sure. have to move because of that reason. So there's, it's just like anything that uh, – Lives, dynamics change, and people move around for various reasons. It's a great place to live. It is. It is. It's a great place. With the, you know, what I've seen, and I'm a little older than you, but <laughs> three years older than you. I'm, anyway, here's the thing: when I was a kid growing up, and you, in the seventies, around the square, you could walk around the square and you knew everybody. Now, you've got people moving here. From everywhere. I mean, it's just like a melting pot. And therefore, when you have more people, the numbers naturally, sometimes your crime rate's going to go up. But in certain areas, I think our crime rate's gone down. Certain areas, it may have gone up. Some certain areas, it may have gone down. That's just growth, isn't it? I mean, that's just the it is the it nature is. of the beast and the big thing is whenever you look at your crime numbers you want to you don't want to look at a small window in time you want to look at you want to look at more than a year or two the big picture yeah yeah you want to look at the big picture and then you always want to factor in that new population because you want to do a uh, a crime rate compared to the population and right. you just want to make sure that you always take into those uh, those population increases make sure it's not your rate that's going up because right. naturally if you add more people you're going to get more incidents and so i want to ask you something i get uh all the things that are that are going on and one of the things that i see so often are car thefts and i always tell people don't leave your doors unlocked i get reports every day of a car getting stolen i leave mine into. running because i do want somebody to take Please don't. my prius <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can see Chief Bowen is rolling his eyes at Bill. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't tell my insurance. My brother. Yeah, my we won't tell agent. him that. But sorry, I didn't mean that. You have a Prius. Yeah, he has a Prius with Bill W on the back of it. Now that's none of your business, Michael. Good, good for you. Hey, you uh, you know when I was younger, I had some pretty cool cars, didn't I? You did. You I had did. Some nice cars. And that's but, why it just shocks me that you're driving a Prius now because. <laughs> uh, just, I, I, it will. It's very economical. What, I do, I'll never have to worry about somebody stealing it. So I or getting carjacked. So what was the Ford? Was it a fifty? It was. A, I had a fifty-one Chevy that was in okay. the m- movie the WW and the Dixie Dance Queens with Burt Reynolds. That that car was made by uh, Jimmy Lovern, and then I had a sixty-five Shelby that uh, fastback GT. Yeah. You remember, remember that blue I remember, one? I remember. How'd that you one. get these cars, Bill? Dad bought them. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? But, uh, yeah, but that's a, hey, we could have a show just about cars, you know. But you were saying something yes, about uh, about theft. It was Gangs cars. Going in. It was cars, and then I, I just wish someone could explain to me why people are always stealing from Lowe's and Home Depot and Victoria's Secret. And Victoria's Secret. They're always. You hitting. don't have to comment on it, but I just I'm like this is so crazy. But you see out west where the, there'll be a gang of people, twenty of them, just go in and start grabbing stuff. And they're hightailing it out, and it, they do it within thirty-five seconds. It could be a jewelry store. They're, you know, they take a hammer, boom, they go in, take, and they're gone. I guess the thing is, that it's getting, is it getting worse or getting? I mean, I know y'all are on it and catching these people, but it's just in, in crazy. Some parts of the country, it is it's bad. Uh, yeah, 
uh, I, I know that we're really trying to, uh, you know, we talk about staffing levels, things like that. Uh, we're also trying to use technology to our advantage. I don't know if you noticed in a lot of these areas. License plate thing. Right. Right. And then you look at a lot of these areas where we have these mobile trailers set up to help right. out with shopping season, things like that, yeah. to where those things are a constant record to where if a, uh, I think it just uh, provides a level of, uh, of information gathering for some of these uh, stores that may have theft incidents, things like that. Plus, it uh, it helps those shoppers who are out in these busy parking lots yes. know that, hey, there's there's uh, there's a uh, information uh, camera there watching what's going on. And, uh, they used to have a horse patrol. The county does. Right. Where they would, you'd be at Walmart or shopping center and you'd see horses coming in. You don't want to mess with those, the horses. I mean, first of all, they'll bite you. <laughs> My God. <laughs> they probably won't. They I, will. I, it's I, like, I, hey, I'm Mr. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm not good with horses. You know, we've never had a horse patrol uh, since I've Do you been think there. we need one? Do I think we D- need does one? Does MTSU, doesn't MTSU, they used to have one. I believe they had one horse. I don't believe they do. I know that the sheriff's department has two horses i think yeah and i think that they do a wonderful job with uh-huh. them and i think that any time that we've had a, a, a legitimate need for them they have offered those services and oh, so, cool. so have other agencies like metro they've helped us out so uh there's a lot of partnerships uh, oh a lot, yeah a lot of uh cooperation that goes on so to say that we necessarily need one probably not but we know that uh, because we know that there are people willing to help us out and uh and uh, lend that hand if we need it. I think if we get 300,000 people, let's, I think we should get a helicopter. Bill wants a hospital, horses, uh, and a helicopter. We're going to get another hospital. I think it would be kind of cool. You know what? THP, that's, you know, usually have to call THP to get a helicopter, don't you? Or Metro. Or Metro. Either yeah. One, either one. It'd be cool to have a Murfreesboro have a helicopter. So you don't have to call other just think it'd be cool. You get to a certain point. Yes, we I have think a, we need one. We have a helicopter pilot at the department, uh, former military helicopter there you, pilot, and he's like, he, "Man, is he we, listening? You can find you a like a surplus helicopter, right?" <laughs> he goes, "I'll fly it for you." I bet uh, we can get that. I want to go up in it. City TV. I can yeah. go up in it when yeah. we get. I it. think that'd I'd be great. You, yeah, but those things are, are pretty costly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But they get you there quick. I, I don't, they get you to wherever you need to go. Murfreesboro is not that big. I think we can drive. <laughs> I'm just Chief, saying. Chief, you know it's just Bill wanting to go up in the said yeah, helicopter. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, maybe one day. I don't see it anytime I said soon, though. 300,000. When we get to 300,000, I, yeah, I think that's where we need to just I'm just saying have a vision. Citywide? Or? <laughs> well, we're, hey, we're about 160 now. So yeah, so county-wise, we're there. So we're already there. Yeah. yeah. So. But, yeah, uh, it's crazy. But 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 you're right. Horses are awesome, and I, I've uh-huh. seen them used they can in different get ways. Get in and out of stuff. Uh, right. Fans, we're concerts. I mean, well, like in Oxford, where back. I'm from, yeah. on the square, on every weekend when it's busy, they've got the horses out. And what the officers tell you is the perspective you get from sitting on that horse versus being at grand level is just it just changes a lot of things. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. You're in control. Oh, in it's, New Orleans, it's, they always have N- them all over New Orleans. Yeah, that's where Ron surpasses. He used to be the police chief in Metro. Now he's the police chief in New Orleans. Did you know that? I'm sure that's. I don't know tough. if he's still there. Well, he was, but he, he might not be there. But he's, he's, a, fr- he's a big guy. Yeah, Google's your friend. See if that's still the case. <laughs> <laughs> is it right? Uh, it's surpass, right? Yeah. Well, did, you ever, did you know him? Did you meet him? No, no, I didn't. I knew I knew of him when he was in Metro, and, but I never uh, met him. When Grant, my, my, when my grandfather was sheriff, he was good friends with Buford Pusser, walking tall, and he carried an axe handle wherever he went. But yeah. uh, uh, he gave one to to Grandy. I don't know who's got it now, but uh, I've got a picture of, yeah. of 
Grand Day and Buford when they were Grand Day was like the president of the Tennessee Sheriff's Association of 1966 yeah, I, and I, I drove he was him. a big dude but Buford Puss was a big guy but walking tall you don't even know who we're talking about yes I do yeah. okay who played let's let's do can a we trivia. please talk about Chief Bone or are we gonna okay. talk about Buford who Puss walk, good. who played walking tall jo- Joe Don Baker in The Rock The Rock and what other one Bo Stevenson yeah the Rock. The Rock. Oh, I'd played. like to see that one because there's the old movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, that's a newer remake of it. Okay. The Rock. That's right. Okay. Jeez. That's that's that's. Yeah, I, I, I just I drove through uh, McNary County a couple weeks ago and it's Selmer. a lot of lot of history there. Lot Pickwick of history. Dam. I need to see that movie now with The Rock. I'm interested well, in it. You can probably yes. uh, Redbox yeah. <laughs> or Netflix. Well, yeah. Are we going to go to Blockbuster Did, what, too? I, I have a question for the chief. What type? When you were a kid, were you influenced by police shows like Starsky and Hutch, or did you ever watch? What did you like, Barnaby as a kid? Jones? What What did you watch as a kid? Wow, you had to watch something. Smurfs. Adam Twelve. I don't know how much I watched as a kid. Chips, because we were always outside. Yeah, you know, we're playing outside. Yeah, yeah, True. we were always outside. Now I can tell you, and this is contrary to my profession. Uh, but the big one I remember that I loved was Emergency. Emergency. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's You're too awesome. Young to remember that. I've heard of that. Ringer's Light Take. I mean, it didn't well, matter. Emergency leg. Had those, I mean, it, <laughs> had sa- it had the siren sound, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was Adam 12. Yeah. But Before, I wonder if he watched What's Your Show, Bill? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. I want to zoom, 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 zoom. I know the song. I you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Well, Yay. I, I bet you watched Romper Room and you walk around on those cups. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Adam Twelve. I've become more of an Adam Twelve fan recently than I had did back in the day. Yeah. Or Reno Nine One One. That, that kind of makes fun of police officers. Have you seen? I mean, it makes fun of that they're comedians. Yeah. But I tell you, man, uh, I'm trying to think of a, what. Okay, what do you watch any TV today? Or do you watch Netflix? What do you watch? Everybody wants to know what Chief Bowen watches on TV. Well, I can tell Ernest you. Angley. What do you What do you watch? Uh, I can tell you TV has been a challenge for me here lately. Mm-hmm. And my wife, uh, we discussed the cost of uh, TV. Okay. Yes. Cable bill. So we cut the cord on that. You did. You a, did you get a fire stick? Yeah, I've got one of those. I can't ever operate those things. It just, I, Meredith got one. I, I just stay confused. So I, I probably watch less and less now because I just get so frustrated trying to figure it out. I'm I don't. Not, you I'm probably don't have that much time. I don't have, have that much time. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Have you ever seen that, Breaking Bad? I watched it uh, way after. The uh, Sopranos. Have you seen The Sopranos? Didn't watch The Sopranos. Michael Ann, what do you watch? Since we're going, I watch a bunch of reality girly shows that y'all don't care about. The Kardashians? Please don't tell me you watch Of course I do. I love them. Why do people, people always judge me. Yes, I watch The Kardashians. It's all good. I don't know about that. I watch the Paris Hilton show that's on. What do you want from me? Yeah, you know, if I say... One of the shows, The Curse of Oak Island. I don't know if anybody. I love that show. Do you? Oh yeah. What's well, it about? It's about a uh, treasure. They're looking for a tunnel. They're looking for treasure that goes back. Yeah. Templar days. Yeah. David, I, hey, don't question Mister Murfreesboro like that. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, yeah. I love History I just Channel. I wish they'd can find it. I'm like, come on, get to the point. Dig that thing out. Do you watch <laughs> Pawn Stars? Pawn Stars. I did at one time. Uh, my favorite show growing up was The Waltons. Watched a lot of Waltons. Uh, Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
That's where I got my name, though. My dad loved the Waltons really? and that actress on there, Michael Learned. Yes. His name Michael is Michael, Learned. but he loved that and that she was a woman. So, yeah. well, you're also from Mississippi. I'm Michael from Lynn. Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, my first so, said Michael, and that's a guy. There we go. Well, I know. Cool, well, no, that's a cool name. And well, then I walk in the door. Don't get and embarrassed about it. It's okay. I, trust me, I'm not like our friend Marty Parker. When I talked to him on. Before I talked to him, he thought I was a man and that I was joking. So I had to go to his studio. He, like, no. he was like, no, it's a lady. Okay. Anyway, enough about me. We haven't put you on the spot any, have we? No, so we far? should. You think, are you having a good time? You haven't put me on the spot. Okay. All right. Well, you know we, what still we got do. Ten minutes left. We do. Let's talk. You know what's fun is when we talk to our guests about restaurants. We got in the best conversation about um, Toots Catfish and. Uh, We've tried several catfish in town since that conversation. Do you like Toots catfish? I don't know that I've ever had it. I know. I had not had it either. And then Dalton, producer Dalton, who's not here tonight, but he said that if you get it in the Cajun seasoning, that it's delicious. So we did that, and it is delicious. Yeah, it's good. So I don't know that I've ever. You should try it. You've eaten Clearview. Yes. Okay. What do you get at Toots? A hamburger? Wings. I mean, okay. That, that, a wings man. He's a wings man. Yeah, yeah. Do you like catfish? Yes. Okay. Yes. Where do you like to eat in town? Well, do we want everybody to know where the chief eats? Well, he made up Buster's. You like Buster's? <laughs> Amos's, uh, Old Charlie's. Uh, I'm, I'm not very picky. Not very Is that picky. right? He just yeah, wants to yeah. eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very picky at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much game to anything. So. Well, we'll have to go. Okay. After that conversation, we all went to lunch, and Sean Wright and Ronnie Martin, we all went and Chris Clark tried that too. catfish. Yeah, it was good. So we'll have to plan a lunch, and you'll have to come with us, Chief, and we'll we'll text our friend and tell him to give us a discount. Our friend, Wade Hayes. Wade Hayes, who's been on the show. Great yeah. guy. And I Great mean, he's, he's on that place how long? Oh, gosh, so long. He's owned it. Because they're doing years, close th- yeah, 30 30 years, years 30, or 25 yeah. they just had their anniversary they do such a great job with it and it's such a staple in town yeah yeah and i know so the day they had uh on their marquee they had the uh uh the results of the uh sheriff's fundraiser for shopping with the sheriff for mm-hmm. for, for christmas for, yeah uh, i didn't so, see that they yeah, raised yeah. a lot of money yeah 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 so uh, shop with the sheriff i believe is what they call it yeah so, so that's great a lot of good stuff that's cool y'all do shop with the cop at city of murfreesboro i did the cutest story on it last year we do where do y'all take them well we used to uh, go to walmart uh then uh covet hit so last year what we did is we got the names. We still did the shopping. And what we did is uh, we just uh, coordinated with the parents or the guardians of the, uh, the children, and we just went to the houses and made deliveries. Right. We're probably going to do the same thing this year. But uh, in the past, we would typically all meet at uh, Walmart. Would uh, set aside a time for us in the morning time. We'd all show up, uh, eat a little breakfast, and then and the kids uh, get to go too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah That's that, the main. They get excited. I bet they're yeah. all just. Yeah. It was great because you know every officer was given a set limit, and then you basically. Uh, partner up with child and then you go out and you just buy what they want that's uh, awesome so, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get back to that next year this year like i said we'll probably go one more year where we just do the shopping and of course the kids i think they submit you know yeah. uh, a list and then we'll just uh, make those deliveries this year but, what that's a great thing that y'all do um, the police department does so much so many community things with that i think is really sweet that they really want to be involved in the community and let the community see them as their friends and as people too. 
That's what I gather. Right. Exactly. And, and what I see it, and I don't see it all the time, but, I mean, you've got so many good people that work at the police department. You've got so many officers out there, and they're doing things that you never hear about. Right. Then you'll hear through the backstory how how they put up somebody in a hotel room yeah. or a family or somebody right. like that, or they did this or they did that. I'm proud of them. There's a, there's a lot of love for their community coming out of that place. Yeah, That's they right. really are. I notice even our officers, how kind they treat the people around City Hall where, you know, yeah. a lot of yeah. us will yeah. get frustrated yeah. and they're so kind to yeah. them. I'm like, wow, y'all are better people than me. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah. they're like, all right, let's uh, do this. I'm like, man, y'all are good. Uh, amazing. Good staff. examples. Good examples of, of just being good people, yeah. period. Uh, amazing uh, group of people. And I, th- I think the city... Uh, can be proud of them uh it's just like anything you're dealing with a you know we have fo- over 400 employees 300 mm-hmm. police officers wild, so it? it's, it's a pretty large operation it's getting you know bigger I, every day i want to talk about we i don't know if we're fixing to take a break but i want to for a few minutes, minutes uh, and maybe when we get back talk about the the facility that used to everybody knew it as murfreesboro medical center i knew it when i was 19 or 20 i was a janitor there really? i worked for boone westfall and wow. I would go in at 11 o'clock at night, and I had this carpet machine that I would uh, clean all the floors, man. I'm Up and down, there's an elevator. And just picture me behind this huge machine and these things spinning and uh, dragging you I'll all over the place. Drag me all over the place. I cleaned the floors of that building. But y'all have added square feet. I mean, it, it was known as a doctor's office, but the, the city bought it and uh, turned it into a, a state-of-the-art a facility that other cities, I guess they come and try to emulate it, or when they go to build one, they they borrow ideas from you and the and the team there. Right, exactly. And uh, going back to two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I think the original plan was to uh, build a precinct out on the other side of the in, uh, interstate, and then everybody remembers the economy tanked uh, around that time. Right, and just a lot of things changed. And then uh, when that medical center property. Uh, became available we were approached by city administration they said hey you think this would be a viable option for you and of course you know location is uh, great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we saw the need for for a new headquarters building so uh, and plus you know you're uh, in an area that was being vacated and it it's we we took pride knowing that we went into an area that where everything was leaving out to medical center right and and, and claimed an old uh, location and you know you know uh, kept it uh kept things alive in that area so uh that was a big deal to us and uh like you said i remember going there with a lot of runny noses and kids and things like that so i think uh, cliff sharp when he did the opening uh prior uh, he he kind of touched on that uh whenever we dedicated the building but yeah that that a uh, lot of history at that location a lot, yes. of, a lot of good history yeah uh, we are so fortunate to have that beautiful location and whenever anyone comes like other police officers from other areas they love it and yeah it's as nice as any in the, I'm going to say, in the country. Well, we'll see. In 2014, uh, we flew out. We actually flew out to a couple areas. And uh, kind of like you said, people come look at it. Well, we went and looked at other places and got their ideas and kind of uh, kind of incorporated it into uh, what we felt we needed at the time. And then in turn, you know, other agencies come here and look. Uh, it's always, it's like a house. Uh, you know, there's a... There's a lot of work and effort that goes into building it, and I cannot tell you. So we moved into it in 2018. So it's only three years old. Yeah. It's three years old. But, man, we were talking about that place 
years, years before that. Not that specific location, but uh, doing something. So it just takes a lot of time for a project came to, like fruition. to develop. Yeah, it takes a lot of time to develop and, and get things up and running. Oh, that, I can only imagine. That, that gym, is, the gym, the uh I think you got a fire range. I mean, you've got it. Everything's right there. I mean, right. you don't have to go anywhere. It's right. there. And, and, the, and the biggest thing is we were spread out over six, seven buildings. Now we're back in one location. We were renting property over off break. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, so we were able to get all of our staff under uh, one, one roof. roof. Yeah. And then CID, we just have been able to, our, our criminal invest- uh, investigations division, there are so many things that we're able yeah. to put into that location to help them do their job better. I'd like to talk. We're going to talk about Larry Flowers when we come back. I was thinking about Larry Flowers, and our what, friend Larry Flowers. The impact he's had on the the force. He just does a great job on getting the, he works closely with Chief getting the info out there. So let's take a quick break. We will be right back. Right, right in- Hey, it's Bill. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Garrison Fork Trucking is a small trucking business located in Middle Tennessee. They aim to provide the highest quality of services for their shippers and receivers and offer the opportunity of job stability and quality of life for their drivers. Benefits include paid orientation and training, performance bonuses, no force dispatch, truck remains with the team, referral bonuses, direct deposit weekly, competitive pay, and a flexible schedule. Give them a call at 615-721-2286 or online at garrisonforktrucking.com. Oakstone Ford Golf Course in Manchester is the place to start your game in golf. Located next to the picturesque Duck River, it's a nine-hole course and costs $18, including a cart, $15 for veterans, and if you're 12 and under, it's free with a playing adult. Oldstone Fort Golf Course is located five minutes off I-24, off exit 105. The phone number is 931-945-0366. Okay, we are back. You're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White, along with Bill Wilson. And Bill, and of course, Chief Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen. But Bill is going to go ahead and thank our amazing sponsors, because without them, we couldn't do the show. Yes, I'm going to give a a birthday shout to uh, Reba Newberry. Happy birthday. Um, Yeah, we can't do it like these sponsors. Regal, Title, Tabitha King. If you have a mortgage, you're needing to close something, uh, go by and see Regal Title here in, in Murfreesboro on West Main Street. And if you need a mortgage or you want to refinance, give Rhonda McCrary a call at Iberia Bank and Mortgage. Rhonda. If you, Rhonda, if you have a dent in the wheel, if you ever get a dent, a dent in your wheel or you need some tires, go by and see Mitch Robinson at Wheelworks here on South Church Street. If you're looking to see the country and get paid to do it, 
Give my buddy Bill Walker and Gina Burgess a call at Garrison Fort Trucking. They're hiring, looking for teams uh, with benefits. Uh, if you want a good cup of coffee, go buy Just Love Coffee here in Murfreesboro. They, they'll take great care of you. And then if you want to play some golf and if you're learning or if you want to learn, go down and see Tink Grover down at Old Stone Fort Golf Course down in Manchester and tell them that Mr. Murfreesboro sent you. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. We appreciate all of y'all, and we appreciate our listeners and everyone that watches us on Facebook. So, okay, this is good. We were talking about, before we went on the break, we were talking about our friend Larry Flowers, who is the public information officer for the city of Murfreesboro Police Department. And, Chief, why don't you just say, you know, a lot of people don't even know what he does, but that's an important job. You know, getting the information out is important. It is. It, it's uh, real important in this uh day and time uh getting out information quickly is important mm-hmm. but most of all it's got to be accurate so right. that that's the big challenge uh with uh everything at a uh, uh touch screen away from us on a daily basis making sure that we have all the facts and uh, uh circumstances right before we release it uh release it is important larry does a great job with that and of course larry does uh work with the website uh, for, mm-hmm. for our individual agency. In fact, if you go to our website now, you can see that it's uh, really changed uh, within the past year. And uh, he's responsible for all that. And he just offers a good perspective on a lot of things uh, just based on his background because he has uh, he's been uh, part of the news media. He's Big been time. part of yeah. yeah, he's been part of now of, of the, the law enforcement side of it. So he's just got a unique and just a, a very valuable perspective on things and he's a he's a truly truly an asset to our agency just a nice guy too yep and because like when we had chris clark on here we talked a lot about emergency communications and working with first responders and stuff like that so it's a lot right right and logistics yeah and when you look at it i mean there's a you know there's pio and there's a lot of cooperation that goes through the the different agency PIOs sheriff's department has one mm-hmm. the county has one and a lot of these incidents aren't just confined to the city so there has to be a lot of cooperation and a lot of discussion between the PIOs when you have things that reach multiple jurisdictions right so then that's that's a challenge as far as how to get the information out there and how to do it in a way to where you're you're able to report it accurately for all the agencies involved so let me ask you this you you said something about maybe retiring here in the next, I don't know how long, three or four years, maybe. Whoever the next police chief is, what is some advice you would give he or she or whoever uh, to prepare for dealing with being a police chief here in this growing city of Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, there's just... Uh I, th- I think you have to have a love, a love for the job and a love for the city. I, that's got to be important. Right. It's, it's got, it's got to mean something to you. Uh, uh, it's on that level, and then uh, just you know all the skills and abilities that are needed to make sure that you're being fiscally responsible for for the citizens. Because you know, we have we have a pretty large budget, and uh, most of that goes to uh, personnel. But there's uh, some of those uh, dollars that you have to spend on equipment, things like that. Just. Uh, just having a real feel for that and trying to be the best steward of money that you can. But like I said, uh, th- there's so many things that, that you would look for in a chief. But uh, like I said, first of all, it's got to be more than just a, a, a next move for you. It's got to be a love for the, the, the city that right. you see and uh, 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 something that you really want to make this a great place to live. Right. Do, is it called the Bearcat, the city, or is that the county? And what I'm talking about, 
a bear cat is something like SWAT team with a battering ram and the uh, is that the counties or is that the cities? The county. Don't y'all have? Don't we, we have we, one we too? We have one. We have one. The county has one as well. Bearcat. Never Bearcat. heard of it. It's a. It's a. What type of machine do you call it? It's a utility. Right. It's, it's for right for riots for uh it's just for any type of special operations use and uh you don't see it out a lot we just use it in limited circumstances and the big thing is it's it's a uh officer law ballistic protection for the officers i can tell you that we had an incident and i can't remember how long ago it's been i think we had an incident off of east main street at one of the apartment complexes where we had somebody that was suicidal right and we were able to bring uh two of those uh, pieces of equipment onto the scene and and officers were actually in that vehicle and the uh, individual that was uh, he was suffering a, a mental health crisis uh, was actually shooting at that at that uh, equipment at, at, and, wow. and the officers were protected inside yeah. they knew they were protected mm. inside and they were able to remain in safety and that situation yeah. was able to be resolved without anybody uh, being hurt neither the officers or the suspects and you know it's, it's just very useful I think you've seen them in uh, some areas where you've uh, able to use them to uh, get people out of situations where you might have a, a situation where uh, you have a, a threat and you just need to get people out under protection. So, uh, like I said, uh, limited use on those, but uh, they're uh, when you need them, you need them. And then the canine, y'all have got some great canine units. We do, we do. We have uh, several types of canines. Uh, uh, we have everything from bloodhounds to just uh, oh, cool. straight yeah. up, uh, straight up, uh, just uh, narcotics detection. Uh, believe it or not, one of the biggest uh, resources that we use is our uh, bomb detection dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, with a lot of the special events, things like that, bomb threats, things like that, uh, we're able to uh, use it in those situations. They get used quite a bit. You know, traditionally under a bomb threat, you'd have to go in hand searching area, which now you can bring a couple canine teams in and they can uh, clear an area pretty quick. So Wow. So it's a... And, and a robot. I've got one of those robots, too, that goes in. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and that, uh, that's a pretty good uh, piece of equipment that allows us to send in a piece of equipment, camera, phone, uh, where we might have a barricaded suspect and uh, allows us to communicate with actually without actually having to send an officer into that area. Do y'all train with the county? I mean, God forbid the way Murfreesboro's growing, everybody's biggest fear is a school shooting or, or a mall shoot, something like that. Aren't y'all always training for that? I know with other forces like the county i know i've actually played a victim one time at during a a mock shooting is that something that y'all are doing i mean it's, per, i'm not saying prepare for i hate to even talk about it but it's we we have done that and uh, uh that is something that is just not between law enforcement agencies, you have to include your medical service providers right. as well because they'll, they'll play a huge role in that, especially after this scene or uh, if you have an incident like that. You know, they'll they'll play a huge role once, once the law enforcement role is uh, subsided. Those uh, emergency medical first responders will have a huge role in that. Yeah. And uh, make sure that's a coordinated effort is important, and uh, they definitely are included in that. Right. It's a team teamwork. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well... We are so excited. I guess we're gonna we're gonna wind this down tonight. But Chief, this has been super cool. We got to know a little bit about you and about your story, and we got to talk about Buford Pusser and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> Did we and, leave anything out? 
I don't know. We talked about Toots Chicken. I mean, Toots Chicken. Toots uh, Catfish. And Chief, anything else that you want to you wanna leave us with before we go tonight? It's going into the holiday season. Any safety tips yeah, or anything that, like that? Yeah, that's a good one. It, uh, just like uh, every year, just make sure those packages, things like that, that uh, keep them out of sight of those uh, where people can't just look in your car and see them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, keep your keys out of your car. Uh, don't leave them where... Uh, uh, People can uh, access them easily, and most of all, if you if if you are carrying a firearm, make sure that if you're parking at home at night, that you take those things out. Because lock the you door. Know, yeah. You lock the doors, take those out, and just make sure that you're not storing them in uh, your vehicle overnight, and just you're taking those into the house. Because mm-hmm. your window, I mean, people break in for that. Or if your door's unlocked, then yeah, get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just uh, will wander an area and they'll just pull on door handles and. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, criminals have to have Christmas too, right? Is that what some people used to say? Oh my gosh, it's not funny. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, be smart. That's what you're saying. Lock your car doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. leave. Don't leave the car running like I do. Be sometimes. mindful. I think that's against the law to leave your car running. I think there's a law where you're not supposed to be. Able to yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the fundamentals. You know, just uh, parking well lit areas. Just the fundamentals. <laughs> Well, Chief, it has been a Thanks. pleasure. Thank you so much Thanks, for coming Chief. up here Thank late at me. night. Thanks, Mike. Thank you all for listening to us. We will be back next week with our friend Rhonda McCrary talking all about money and mortgages and the housing market. So we'll see you next week. Thank you.